You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You can flee the country. You can change your name. You can watch Titanic on Netflix now because Leo DiCaprio is a shit. But nothing, nothing will save you from the watch list. We were just discussing how I say Titanic and it's Titanic. I don't know why I add S to T. I act like I've got giant fake teeth when I say it. Titanic. You confused me at first, and I started thinking maybe it was Titanic, and I was like saying it wrong the whole time, so I had to Google it just to make sure. I know. I'm pretty sure the root of say? why they called it that was because Titan, but then there's no extra T. Yeah. I, I don't know why they named it Titanic. I don't know. We were going to have... Um, this woman named uh, Kirsten call in with her Titanic uh, <laughs> theories um, because there's all sorts of theories as to not just it colliding with the iceberg but all sorts of shit um, myths surrounding um, the sinking of the Titanic but uh, she's going to call in um, on the next show but um, it's funny because everything you ever wanted to know about my boyfriend can be summed up in like one moment like the other day when because Titanic just came to Netflix like a slew of movies did like a 28 film slate just came to Netflix and everybody's stoked Titanic was one of them and he had a bunch of shit to do and he saw that it was on Netflix and damn near pissed himself and he goes Titanic Oh shit, I ain't getting nothing done tonight. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> dead serious. He was so excited. And I'm like, everything I, anybody ever wanted to know about you can be summed up in that sentence. Titanic! I get shit done tonight! <laughs> Did not take him as a Titanic uh, junkie. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, he likes Leo DiCaprio. And I'm sure he likes Kate Winslet. Right. Um. So of course I believe in those posters on his wall from Cracked.com that give like the literal, ex like if you were to make the plot summary summer so, something it wasn't but it actually was like it's the film poster and it says exactly what the film is. Mm-hmm. Great grandma tells a group of strangers about the time she screwed a bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. That's so accurate. I saw you post that on his wall. Now it makes sense because he's a huge Titanic fan, which I didn't understand. <laughs> oh, my God. And then in the comments, I put another one from Cracked, and it was, you know, Leo DiCaprio's Jack Dawson, and it was like a prequel. It was called 100 French Girls. <laughs> <laughs> All the bush. All the bush. Ah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have razors back then, huh? Well, especially the French. I don't. Yeah, um, they're still hairy. Yeah, you know, I mean, rock on, I guess. Mm, or not. Or not. I judge on that. Like, shave your lodge in your pits. 
What's with people like dyeing their like girls like growing all their pet hair and like bleaching it and like dyeing it different colors? I'm like, what are you doing? I think Amanda Palmer from Dresden Dolls does that. It's a very punk rock thing. I saw a punk rock chick at um, Orlando Megacon. I mean, she was true punk rock, like both sides of her head shaved, the mohawk, you know, the full enchilada, did not give in a fuck. And she had these capris on, and her leg hair was like four inches long. She was just going for it. I'm like, well, if you're going to do something, at least do it all the way. At least she's not a hot topic punk. She's like the real deal. Oh, God. Am I alone on this? (laughs) Julie, somebody help me out. (laughs) No. Somebody uh, judge people with me, please. I'm judging. (laughs) I'm over here judging silently. Because I feel like part of it's like, we're feminists and we're not going to shave. But... I don't think that you have to do that. It's like proving a point I mean, to people who aren't listening. All women in the in the wintertime, they start lacking on shaving so they don't shave their legs or whatever because you don't see it anyways unless you have a boyfriend. But after you date someone for so long, who cares anyways? <laughs> right. But uh, if, my, if my leg hair can, it starts forming like a coat. If you can braid it. If I can go out without any clothes on and I'm... It looks like you're in pants. Your legs are warm. Yeah, it looks like I'm wearing leggings. There's a problem. You look like one of those, uh, what do they call them? God, how do I get... I wish I could make the Chewbacca noise right now, but I can't. I can't either. I sound like... like, like, sound like I don't know. I'm really like, like, drunk I one night and practice that now. <laughs> Fail. Total fail. I don't even know what that sounds like. That's better than what I could pull off. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) What the hell is that? I don't know. It's all all the sounds on that little thing are like not what they're supposed to be. It's confusing. (laughs) That's Holly stepping outside. That's Holly dancing in her hairy legs. Um, she's, you look like one of those mythological creatures. <laughs> half horse, half. It's where, it's where the. Um, <laughs> it's where Bigfoot came from, like all hairy and they're <laughs> coming out like. <laughs> what is that? It's really just somebody who did not shave for like a couple of years. We should have Bigfoot on the show. He's from Detroit. <laughs> Did you know he's from Detroit? <laughs> Ask Detroit Darren. No fact. Did he like shave the Detroit or made in Detroit on his chest? And that's how you know. I thought you were gonna say his pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all his pubes? That's the question. They say that on a late summer night, <laughs> if it's dark enough, and if you listen well enough, and your eyesight is good. You might see a pubic hair of Detroit pass by real quick. The pubes then of Detroit. Then you know that you saw a Bigfoot. <laughs> you know, if I see the spirit of Detroit statue with a big old fuzzy bush on it, I'm going to know it was you. <laughs> now I wish somebody would do that. I really do. I can do too. Holly! I'm only really training and working out just so I can run fast around. Your hair. <laughs> so she can commit crimes it's and like deface naked public and running around with Detroit across my bush. 
Just do. <laughs> remember that one guy we talked about who did a ton of acid and he got in touch with the spirit animal. Oh yeah. And then he ran miles. That you were on the show that time. We ran miles mm-hmm. and miles through the woods, and that <laughs> camera caught him like bunghole wide shot, <laughs> balls dangling everywhere. It's like uh-huh. eyes wide shut, bunghole wide shut, <laughs> <laughs> bunghole wide open. Wide open into the great wide open. <laughs> Holly loves Tom Petty. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> one of my customers at work said he listened to our last show, and I, I oh, had God. to be like, <laughs> I gave him all, the most horrified look, and he's like, "What?" And I I'm like, do that. and I go, "I'm trying to remember everything I said on that show." <laughs> he goes, uh, "Oh, you guys kind of got off topic a little bit," and I'm like, "Yeah, we do that a lot." Oh my god! I think I talked about Tim Allen. Oh, that's right. oh we played. He the goes, "Yes, you that. did." I was like, mm, "I talked about Pure Michigan." <laughs> I, that, I would have sex with Tim Allen. <laughs> that was to lighten the mood, though, because we were talking about something real heavy before that. See, it's funny because yeah. we're not even drunk, people. You think we are, but we're not. This is just like. But I was like, man, I can't remember half the stuff that we talk about in these shows, and and then. You know, someone's like, oh, you have a podcast show? Uh, what's the name of it? I'm like, and then they're like, oh, I'm going to go listen to it. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I know you were in real life. You can't listen to it. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. My neighbor <laughs> listens to it while he's mowing the lawn. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, we're really lewd. Like, it's the late night hours. I get <laughs> kind of dirty. Me. Don't judge me. Oh my god, my dad's like, you still doing that show? Nope. <laughs> he listens, he's like, hmm, Casey would not sleep with the the dog whisperer. <laughs> that would really disappoint him. <laughs> so you're saying Caesar Milan will not be my son-in-law. <laughs> that guy's pretty good. Oh my gosh, I remember. No, man, what we were talking about last time. <laughs> oh my god. If you were with Caesar Milan. Oh, yeah, and I see like, him. want to try to dominate you or something. <laughs> and I saw a recent picture of him, and I was like, why did I say that? Oh, yeah, and it was like a... I'll take Caesar Milan circa 2003. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Depends on the year. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Not now. Really, whenever he, like, ties you up, like, uh, it, like in bed, are you the Yorkie or the Pitbull, like... And I feel like because his job is dominance, he probably wouldn't be dominant in the bedroom, you know? Right. Usually well, he was like a little bitch in court when his wife swept him for all he was worth. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Divorce. Point proven. Yeah. He, that was uh, 2012. And she just wiped the floor of them. I don't know what it was about. I think it was infidelity or something. Oh. And then there was a controversy where they thought that the dogs on the show were actually wearing shot collars. And that's how, like, the whole hmm. dog whisper thing was just a gimmick, like, a, oh, I can do this when I really can't. I can't really talk to animals. I'm just shocking them. I can't really talk to animals. <laughs> I'm just, like, electrocuting them the whole time. Yep. I am not being mean. I am being dominant. Conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm too lazy to put my finger on that thing. Um. So... Bef- like I was talking to Holly earlier, uh, and before we get into that, I'm, I want to touch on some lighter stuff because this is kind of heavy. But later on the show, we're going to be talking about Otto Warmbier, um, the 22-year-old that was imprisoned in North Korea for stealing a political propaganda sign. Um, 
since the like since his death, which was I believe June fifteenth, um, I've been hearing some really wild shit, really wild theories um, about everything from he was actually CIA operative to the whole damn thing was fake. Um, but before we get into that, let's let's touch on the lighter stuff because I was I was gonna talk Titanic, but um, we're not doing that. But that's okay. Um, so. QueerT.com. Yes, Q-U-E-E-R. Queer ghost hunter talks sexuality in the afterlife and helping gay ghosts share their truths. One of our favorite reality web series, Queer Ghost Hunters, just returned for a second season. This year, the ghost hunters venture into Ohio State Reformatory where the film Shawshank Redemption was shot. The prison was known for housing a large LGBTQ population. Many of many of them died while uh, they were incarcerated, leaving a lot of unfinished business. Um, Queerty had an opportunity to chat with the cast member Shane McClelland, uh, who has been serious seriously hunting ghosts now for about three years. We talked about the latest season of Queer Ghost Hunters, how the ghost hunters locate L. GBTQ entities and whether or not sexuality exists in the afterlife. Um, what can fans expect from the new season of Queer Ghost Hunters? A lot. Personally, I think the season is amazing and better than the first season. Uh, the building where we are investigating is absolutely stunning and rich with history and queer history. Uh, we did a few interviews with folks who work there too. So folks, we'll get more behind the scenes information and a lot of buildings history. On top of that, we make contact with several different entities, including one that we may think be maybe trans. Um, do you ever get creeped out by the work you do? Sometimes, I mean, you're wandering around an old building, looking for ghosts. You're bound to scare yourself at some point. Uh, where do you find LGBTQ ghosts and how do you confirm that they are indeed gay? Like that, that was my number one question. It's kind of an evolved process. I shouldn't have read it like that, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, we believe there are queer ghosts everywhere we go. Just like there are queer living people everywhere. We do some research to try to find uh, locations that seem rich with queer history. Our logic is that we'll increase our odds by making the kind of contact we want. After that, we try to create a safe and welcoming atmosphere so the entities feel comfortable expressing and sharing secrets that they may have uh, never shared with anyone else. Um, does sexuality exist in the afterlife? I think sexuality does exist in the afterlife. I think you can find examples across cultures that believe um, that being unbelief. Uh, that said, if it doesn't exist in the way we understand it among living people, it could exist in a different fashion. Um, do you think uh, LGBTQ ghosts struggle more more than heterosexual? Uh, identifying ghosts. Interesting. I don't think anyone has ever asked that question before from my experiences and the stories uh, that have been shared with us. I don't think that they do, or at least not in the same way that we do. I think a lot of the frustration comes from queer ghosts coming, uh, comes from not being able to share these stories with folks because they aren't asked. Um, so my whole thing is this, like I, I've watched, you know, ghost hunter shows before. I've been on ghost hunts. I think someone's sexuality in a former life has been like the furthest thing from my mind. If I was ever asked a question. I mean, I I understand, I guess, having a a show centered around this um, because it does bring more awareness to, you know, uh, the struggles of uh, gay people throughout 
uh, history, um, does this really valid? Like, I, I'm not saying it, it, it's invalid or non-valid. It's a show. It sounds like a great show. Um, however, do you think just in, just opinions? Do you think that they're reaching a little bit with uh, the foundation of this show? That um, does it really matter whether or not? Um, like, I, the thing is, I wish I had seen this show because I'm like, is that all it's centered around? Is like. If someone comes forward that's a ghost, are you gay? No. Well, then I don't want to talk to you. Bring out the gay guy. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do they know? Like, they'll go into places rich with queer history, of course. Um, but not everybody in, in the Shawshank or the Willie film Shawshank uh, was gay. So it's like, uh, only the gay ghosts come forward. <laughs> What do you think? Is this, this does this making any sense? Does this validate a good foundation for a show? Uh, the only thing I can think of is that uh, in this day and age, it's so heavily uh, put upon that it about gay versus not gay, lesbian, bi, transsexual, or whatever it may be, and that is such a huge issue accepting someone for who they are and and. You know, I think that's wonderful, accepting for people who, for who they are, but sometimes it pushes it too far. And I feel like that this is, to me, I mean, like I, you said, I haven't seen it before, so I can't really say too much. But to me, this is more of like, we're going to put line on a situation just to get ratings. Yeah. And you're taking it now to a different level of this person has crossed over and now we're going to highlight their sexuality and we're going to hunt down these ghosts and ask them questions about being gay or bi or whatever it might be. Like, what does that matter? And uh, because especially right now, we're talking about how everyone should see, be seen the same. Mm-hmm. They should not be, you know, pulled apart for whatever sexuality they are. And I under- also understand, you know, highlighting someone and supporting that, but they're ghosts. <laughs> right. And you're gonna do a whole show around their sexuality, right? That's the that's the thing where I'm just kind of like, you you're actually going to into a second season with this. How long is this show gonna last? Um, although, if I'm gonna play devil's advocate and I was gonna make an argument for them that it wasn't a gimmick, I would use like, okay, well, <clears throat> people go to places where. Uh, you know, plantations were or still exist and they want to speak to ghosts that were slaves. They want to know about the struggles of being a slave and what it was like back then for them and so on and so forth. Even though we have so much documented uh, from actual slaves, from writings, of course, uh, 12 Years a Slave, phenomenal movie, um, just came out based on the book. Um, But... uh, so if I'm going to play devil's advocate, I could say that. However, Holly, I'm going to have to agree with you that this is very gimmick heavy. And it just really makes for it to be not really believable at all. This is the pitch that I would give for a show like that. We're going to dive deeper into spirituality and someone who has passed over, whether it be straight by whatever. We're going to get into their personal lives and asking questions that people usually wouldn't. Not... I'm going to go track down a gay ghost, you know? Right. 
and make it all about their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be better if you just saw clips of different kinds of ghosts, not just we just found this gay uh, guy or girl that you know crossed over, and now we're going to grill them about their sexuality and what it's like on the other side. Because how many shows are can you have like that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, too. I know. yeah, and um, so usually with a ghost hunter show, the whole purpose of doing it is to find, like you said, go to a place that has history, talk to the ghosts, and see what you can uncover. But then they usually want to help them, and it's like a resolution thing. Like either either to cross over or help the people who are in that building to feel safer. Um, the people who are still alive say it's inhibited still. And they're having issues with these ghosts. For them to either be on the same level and get along or for the ghost to cross over or figure out why this, this ghost is mad or sad or whatever the case might be. And what is the whole purpose here with sexuality? Right, how is this going to bring you up? Unless you're going to go into each destination and the whole purpose of it is, like you said, if it had some history with that sexuality as far as things that happen in history, I can understand that. Um, And uncovering something that relates to the... Do you know what I'm saying? Like the... Oh yeah, absolutely. The background of that Right. Like, I, I can see where, like, oh, tell me more about what it was like to be gay back then and not be able to uh, yeah. express yourself and yada yada. But at the same time, like you said, a lot of the reason the ghost hunters are here, like, listen, you're creating disturbance and we want to bring you peace and we come in peace, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, well, it's the whole reason why you're making ruckus is because you're gay and you want to talk to somebody about it. Like it's just you know what I mean. Again, playing devil's advocate, I probably have to see the show, right? Um, but uh, just a, a really odd catalyst. So the only thing I can see if someone's trying to have a, a ghost crossover and be feel at peace is either you killed yourself <clears throat> and there's issues there because you were gay. Or whatever your sexuality is, and they want to make peace with that, or they had some issues with some loved ones while they were alive, not accepting them for who they are, mm-hmm. and now they're holding on to all this anger and aggression and uh, sadness in the afterlife. But how many places, like you said, you know, how many places can you go to like this? And how can you and have it and be like, unless you have names of people that are in the buildings that are supposedly said to haunt a place, and you're calling them out by those in particular names? But even still, you don't know that's exact ghost that you're speaking to, right? Right. Like, and, and the thing is, too, is that you know, like, oh, we're you know, just the idea of oh, well, this this person was. Uh, you know, you know, um, a historical figure that was speculated to be gay. So we're going to go to this building and find out. And like you said, are, are you actually talking to a real ghost? Because uh, let, let's get real. Half, more than half, if not all, these ghost hunter shows, I'm sorry, they're staged. And I, yeah. I, I, this one, 
I hate to say it, but I feel like such a narrowed down specific catalyst for a show has to be staged more often than not. Oh, yeah. I'm going to agree. I don't really believe that most of this is true anyways. I feel like they just make up some stuff and just for, uh, I mean, most of media media coverage and shows and reality shows and things like that are staged because they want the hype. Right. And, you know, people know what gets ratings and what doesn't. And (laughs) this has nothing to do with ghosts, obviously, and it's going to sound a little stupid, but that, you know, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. She was, she has her own show, and I actually read about how... They were debating on giving her a second season because it wasn't enough drama, right? Because she, you know, didn't she didn't want to she didn't want to display any drama, right? So <laughs> it's like, well, then why are we tuning in? Yeah, like, uh, well, we might just drop it if it's just your regular life without any like drama added in, right? Right? Yeah, because what people would be tuning in for was like, oh, well, I want to see the. The, the fabulous side and also the um, the strife, everyday strife of someone who is, um, you know, uh, uh, did, did, well, he had the, the sex change operation, didn't he? Who? Oh, uh, her, her dad? Yeah. Oh, that's who I thought we were talking about. Oh, oh you're no, talking about Kylie's Kylie. the... the uh, <laughs> The young one, the what is she, nineteen twenty or something? I don't oh know. yeah, she's not. She doesn't have enough controversy surrounding her. She didn't want to talk about her boyfriend and all that. She just wanted to talk about her business that she has created. Yawn. And her social media accounts, like what she does with her fans. Yeah, that's, that's the only not... thing she wants to talk about. So, and that's what I'm trying to say is that you can love somebody so much or whatever and watch a show about them, but unless. Because they were saying even her diehard fans were getting bored by the show because there wasn't enough drama. Right. So uh, <laughs> let's make something up. Well, I don't want all this drama surrounding me. Well, then don't have a show. Right. You know, like I, I totally get that. But the whole point of that is I have to believe that they would create some fake stories added into their mix of a show because you can only have so much content. That's real. And how many shows are you making? I'm going to play the um, the promo for Queer Ghost Hunter Season 2. If I can... What, what the hell? Hang on. And by the way, is queer politically correct? Uh, I believe if you are is that queer... <laughs> You know, it used to be, but now it's it's embraced. Like, because uh, I was see, I saw on like a lesbian, bi, gay sign that it had. Then it had queer, and I'm like, well, what does queer mean? Because they already said lesbian, bi, gay. What is queer? Right. Just the like the whole lifestyle. I guess they just embraced the word because it used to be just slang for. You know, offensive, offensive gay, yeah, offensive uh, gay, you know, a, a slur against gay people. But I, I don't see that's the thing too. Like I'm, I'm scared to use that word. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. You know, but if I can get it to play. When's the last time you slept on a king size bed with so many pillows? <laughs> 
I think this is a commercial. Is a commercial? Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Some so guy was trying time. to serve me pancakes. Ghost, you slept on a bed with all these pillows. <laughs> right. <laughs> when was the last time you saw a gay ghost? <laughs> <laughs> been a while. Huh? All right, sorry, guys. Chewbacca. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Look, that was it. I'm sorry. Technical difficulties. Oh, come now. Damn you, YouTube. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the queer ghosts. They're like, well, you don't want to watch our show, so. <laughs> We're not going to talk on yours. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. But, uh. What the crap? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't see. Well, I mean, it's it's on, you know, a, a quote, queer network. Um, so I think they were just reaching for like, oh, let's do a queer version of everything. Okay. Why is it not? You know what? I'm going to pull this up on YouTube instead. Is queer supposed to be like the, like, I guess, blanket term for everybody? Is that what that's about? Because I don't understand that either at all. I don't know. It used to be like so offensive and, uh, yeah, anyone, um, you know, we get upset if you're like, what? Yeah. Here. It was, um, well, it was like derogatory. That's why. Yeah, and then all of a sudden like, he's more like, queer than a three dollar bill like that. Yeah, like you know old, old things. All right, gear up, guys. Gay ghosts are out there. I found at least sixty cases, and there was a lot more. At the prison that was the setting for the film, The Shawshank Redemption. They died here and they've never left because no one ever claimed their bodies. LGBTQ ghost hunters will ask. So were you incarcerated here for violation of sodomy laws? Would you have changed your gender? We definitely want to hear your story. They are here. Hello? Queer ghosts who are drawn to lipstick and junk food. What? <laughs> what? And now I can't take this seriously. Lipstick and junk food? All right. Okay. Really? All right, guys. Like, and then they, and they put, hey, like, H-A-Y, hey. And then, like, <laughs> so how, how are you supposed to take that seriously? <laughs> and, um... So they're driving around a car with the ghost with a, uh, the rainbow flag on it. That okay. See, as as a gay person, that would make me mad. I you would be saying? so offended if I were a gay person. They're like, what, what was it? Let's take a look. Junk to, food, lipstick. Yeah, <laughs> it's like food. we're not all like that. Thanks for you know junk food. What are they like? Just setting us back. Talking about like. I don't know, stoner lesbians or junk food. It's like there's some really well traveled fitness guru at home that happens to be gay watching this. Like, what the fuck? Right. And your proof was (laughs) Uh, something about sodomy. And they're like, yes. And then would you change your sex? Yes. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Oh, hey, girl. You were in prison for 
you know, having gay sex. So I'm talking like, about like walking into an area where there is like some history of, uh, you know, like a sexual orienta- orientation, certain sexual orientation, and then going in there just hoping that you'll talk to gay ghosts. Right. But stuff is made up, I feel like. so. Did you say butt stuff is made up? <laughs> I said... <laughs> I did say butt, but I didn't mean it like that. I'm an asshole. Butt stuff. I did say butt stuff. Okay. But, but yeah, for real. Like, I, if I would have... <clears throat> yeah, there's... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. But there's a lot of shows out there that I think do more harm than good when it comes to stereotypes. There's tons. Tons. Like... You know that this is like the creators are like, okay, wow, go show. That's already kind of out there. I mean, not too out there because there's so many other ones, yeah. but it's different. And then add in the, uh, what is it? The LBGT, LBGT, yeah, community. And of course, that's something that's very publicized right now. With, you know, having rights, the same rights and... Oh, yeah, gay marriage and yeah. things like that. So, of course, it's going to draw attention. Right. You're like, what show about gay ghosts? What gay you say? It's like, <clears throat> you know, for as much as, you know, we're trying to get this to be accepted as a, you know, we're here and we're, we're gay and, and that's normal, you know? But then you've got shows like that that are setting them back. And it's like, no, it's like, come on. Why Why does it have to be, like you said, you know, instead of probably queer this and queer that, it's like, you're people, you know? Just, well, I mean, like I said, there's other shows, too, that, like, highlight tons of stereotypes. Um, <clears throat> like shows like Mob Wives and... Um, you know, like uh, in any show that, uh, you know, like that, like the, the you see these extremist like uh, Italian women that are the epitome of their stereotypes. It's like you know, um, you know, there's strong Italian mothers at home that are like, um, I have nothing to do with the mafia. Uh, you know, like you're not talking representing my heritage in a great way. Um, you know, the same with uh, you know, urban shows. Um, you know, in the way they represent uh, the black community and setting them back, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to go to these really rural areas and this is how black people live. No, it isn't. Not all black people. Like there's white people that live like that too. You know, it's like, um, it's just, it just it, as soon as we get ahead in our culture to where we are all united, there's shitty ass shows that set us back decades, if not a hundred years. Like, come on, folks. We were just getting ahead. We were making progress. And you bring up things and turn gay and queer into, like, a buzzword. You know? It's it's one thing to support. It's another thing to make a mockery. Just like the whole, they're attracted to lipstick and junk food. Come on. <laughs> you know, if you want to talk about, you know, the trials and tribulations that, um, <clears throat> and how people were imprisoned for being gay and things like that, Oh, go for it. But if you're going to add that on there, like, come on. Like you said, if I was gay, I just, that would really offend me. But 
Anyway, um, so yeah, I still want to watch an episode though. I well, think- I feel like you gotta at least watch an episode to see exactly what their process is. Right? Maybe the commercial is deceiving. Uh, <laughs> even if it's just for the fact to be like, oh my god, and make fun of it the whole time, like. At least you'll know what it's about, you know? Right. Right. Oh, man. So, <laughs> let's keep rolling with the ghosts. Um, <laughs> I love the title of this because it's from uh, the sun, uh, uh, .co.uk. Uh, Spooker Market Sweep. <laughs> that is the Spooker Market Sweep. Man 33 finds ghost food shop in Tesco trolley outside a store and believes it was his dead grand telling him to buy some bread. A shopper has claimed to have captured footage of a ghostly food shop uh, in a supermarket trolley on his birthday, which he believes is a sign from his late grand telling him to buy some bread. Because that's what she's going to come back and say when she does come back. Um... <laughs> it's like all that work to come from beyond to reach from the other side to reach from the other dimension to say, buy some bread <laughs> um, Dale Greenwood 33 was about to pop into the Skengas branch of Tesco on his birthday on July 3rd when he spotted an abandoned supermarket trolley uh, in the car park uh, 10 foot away from where he and his dad Peter had parked <clears throat> um do, do, do. Um, Cardale uh, approached the trolley claiming it was, had an eerie feel to it and was stunned when he looked through the window and spotted his reflection and that of an empty trolley appearing to contain a weekly shop including bread. Uh, Dale believes in the supernatural and is convinced it's a sign from his grand Isa Allen who died four years ago at the age of 89 to let him know she's okay and that he needs to do a food shop. Uh, Dale from Skegnas uh, said, I was absolutely gobsmacked and just freaked out. The weird thing about the video, which makes it seem all the more creepy, um, that you can see the trolley reflection of my reflection, but the food is only in the reflection. The trolley is completely empty. Um, That could have been her. That could have been my grandma, Isa, doing her shopping and telling me everything's okay on my birthday. It just might have been her watching over me, telling me to get a loaf of bread. As from what I could see, it looked like there was bread in the trolley. The trolley, of course, a shopping cart. Um, yeah, that is weird. I'm, I'm going to show you this picture. It's side by side. Um, this is the reflection. So you're seeing the cart, and in the reflection... Well, the cart is, in fact, empty, but in the reflection, it's filled um, with doesn't even look like bread but it looks like two grocery bags i just handed the phone to holly she's got this inquisitive look on her face like, let me see that that's weird how did this make news <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a painting doesn't it look like a painting a little bit I'm going to pass it over to Jess. Like the image in the mirror or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't look real. It looks like a... 
I don't know. I don't even know how to judge that. I'm going to play this video that they have. Is this, like, like I said, why would she? She came from beyond to tell me to buy some bread. <laughs> that was her way of telling you she's okay? Like, you didn't, like, go and go get a tear. Right. Go and get a tear reading and her just come through and be like, you know, I just want you to let you know that I'm at peace, I'm at rest, and go buy some bread. You're a growing boy. You need food. Yeah. She's thinking about Jesus giving the bread to Oh, there you go. She's like, I'm up here breaking bread with Jesus. Seven green. Ah, oh, symbolic. Yeah, I guess. Reflection has got shopping in. We have a ghost. Empty. Reflection. Shopping. Wee, look at that. Empty. Reflection. Has got shopping in. We have a ghost. Empty. Reflection. Shop. Okay, but the thing is, in the reflection, you're seeing um, two bags of groceries inside the cart. He does not move the cart, for one thing. So that could be a whole setup, too. Uh, number two. How do you know it's from your grandmother? There was not a reflection of an image of a woman. You just automatically... He's probably like, the only person I know who's dead. Right, exactly. The <laughs> <laughs> only person I know who uh, eats seven whole grains. Um, how did that make news? What's going on, Europe? <laughs> Come on. I feel like they have more stuff going on over there. Hell yeah, they do. Just saying. <laughs> Let's take a break from the fact that the terrorists have totally taken over uh, Paris to uh, check out the shopping cart. Hey, it's a good distraction. There you go. Remember, Holly, it's always a conspiracy. <laughs> so weird. I mean, that happens, though. They report about stupid stuff all the time when we're, like, you know, bombing some little country that nobody knows about. And it, like, I feel like if it happened here, it, it, would, it would also be in the news. Man goes yeah, to grocery store and sees his. What do you say? His grandma. It'd be on amp. His grandma's bread. Oh. He needs to pick up. Uh, yeah. It'd be like grandma shopping list from beyond the grave. Tune in tonight at seven. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ooh, I want to see what that shopping list is all about. <laughs> what are they eating in the beyond? Mm. In the great beyond. I knew they'd eat bread. Why are they eating? <laughs> Why are they? Eating? So many you know, questions. Don't say that to a gluten intolerant person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Was your grandma gay too? Because I got a show <laughs> for you. I know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> Jess. <laughs> Jess is I dead. laugh too hard. I start coughing. <laughs> Tonight at seven, gay grandma beyond the grave. Comes back with her grocery shopping list. Gay grandma butter in that toast. <laughs> so, wouldn't it be funny? Like, you know what would be more impressive to me? <laughs> Is if he was to show his shopping cart empty, show the reflection food, show the shopping cart empty, show reflection food, show the shopping cart food in the shopping cart. 
Mm. Reflection? No food. (laughs) (laughs) Shazam! (laughs) Like he crossed over. (laughs) That would have been way creepier. For sure. I'm not magical. I'm just... it's, it's, It's not a haunting. I'm just magical. It's Harry Potter because Harry Potter had a shopping cart that went into right the wall. Because immediately when we think British and we think (laughs) we think illusionist, we think Harry Potter because we're American. Hey, they had a shopping cart. Yeah, they did in the beginning. I remember because there was a meme where it said, "Hey, I'm Harry Potter. Welcome to Jackass." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I just listened to uh, the Sorcerer's Stone on tape when I was coming back from New Jersey. it's funny because like we also listened to Neil Gaiman's Norse Gods, which was actually really good, but it was supposed to like keep us awake. And damn, like when people read me a story, especially when I was a kid, like it, oh, you know, it relaxes you. <laughs> What's and, his name? Who did the penguins? Uh... Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine it like that. Right. He's got the most amazing voice. He could Possibly, say anything, like, anything, literally anything offensive to me, and it would just sound beautiful. Right. <laughs> you could read like a Chinese menu. Yeah. That's how I feel about Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Anthony agreed. Hopkins. And then what's his name? The guy who died of uh, erotic asphyxiation. You're David gonna Carradine. More specific. There's a lot of those. <laughs> the guy who played Bill and Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the way he said costume. He actually costume. says it right. Costume. Is it a costume? Oh, wait. That's how you say it? Costume? Costume. Because like Midwesterners, we want to everything. Yeah, we're like costume. He showed up in a costume. Ka. <laughs> Ka. Costume. I guess we do have accents. We do. That. Jason Clark of An Elegant Weapon, who is a subsidiary of Podcast Detroit, so I can talk about it. Uh, anelegantweapon.ca or you can go to podcastdetroit.com excellent show excellent human being love Jason Clark he's Canadian yeah and we were all sitting around and I think I've talked about this before and he's like how come you have a stronger Midwestern accent than everybody else I said I don't have an accent he goes you just did it I go how I can't hear myself he goes you use accent (laughs) accent you ah ah you sound like from Boston (laughs) Is there like a Dude, never way to say accent? Uh, accent. Well, the accent. Even that accent. sounds wrong to me. They're wrong. They're wrong. We're right. Just They're Michigan. Right. right. <laughs> Just going to say accent. 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 <laughs> Make it real butchered. Make it to a totally different word. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you got one of them that's it. Where was what? I going with that? <laughs> I have no idea where I was going with that. But hey, Jason Clark, you got a you got a plug on our show, which was great. Um, oh, oh, I saw, I saw little hands. It was like <laughs> what little hands? <laughs> <laughs> I Holly Strong hand she used to reach to get the uh, sound effect box. <laughs> Jason Clark, everybody, yay! <laughs> What's going on, eh? He doesn't talk like that either. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Jason Clark of an elegant weapon, eh? How you horses doing out there tonight? I see you got one of them natchets there. <laughs> he's, 
If he was even listening, he'd be shaking his head right now. <laughs> what? what? And I just turned Canadian. It was like kind of Canadian. There. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, he's Canadian. Oh, well, oh see, I, see, that's why I did. <laughs> you missed that part. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I always forget. Well, like I was telling him in Grand Rapids, I think two years ago. Uh, like I always forget you're Canadian until I actually hear you talk. Because to me, you're a Michigan boy. You might as well mm-hmm. be. You know, you're always here. But uh, but anyway, and I'll get weapon.ca or podcastdetroit.com uh, for uh, Canadian queer ghosts. So, um, that eat toast. Canadian queer ghosts that eat toast. Oh my God. It's a singles network. Oh my God. Oh, I was thinking like Expedia.com. Dot com. Like we're going to fly you somewhere. Queer ghosts that eat toast. Dot com. Let's go around the world. Let them eat toast. <laughs> and sweets. Cause you know, I love sweets. <laughs> All right, so it is uh, 10 o'clock. I think we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit heavier into these crazy theories about Otto Warmbier. And was this all a hoax? Tune in to find out. Music break. God, I love our break music. Let's just have it. We, let's just be DJs for an hour. <laughs> you know, like we, we'll just start a podcast that's not a podcast or just like an hour of shit that holly and casey think is cool (laughs) music (laughs) things that we think you should hear besides us 50 music ratings music (laughs) right Uh, i'm trying to post that we gave jason clark a podcast or a podcast we gave him his own show (laughs) 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 Um, a shout out but uh it's like oprah you get a show and you get a show Every, that's, that's what Potty Hesting is now. Show. Look under your chairs. Um, but it won't let me tag uh, his show or him. So um, I'll just let him know about it then. Uh, but anyway. Screw you, Facebook. Yeah, screw you. Something with our friend Sonda. Um, <laughs> I love her accent. Oh, I know, right? It's very romantic. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about. Okay, so the last show that we did. Um, it was breaking news because I happened to see it on um, was it NPR when I was on the website. It just came through like one hour, maybe not even, um, into the show that Otto Warmbier, um, the 22 year old uh, University of Virginia student um, that was imprisoned in North Korea, had died. Um, that was June 15th. Um, so and, and we we spoke about that briefly because uh you know, a lot of people have forgotten about it. I mean I didn't, um, but you know I went home and told my boyfriend. He's like, oh my god, I forgot all about that guy. I'm like, I didn't. I was thinking about the guy every day. That was a bummer. But then now that he he died, I'm hearing all kinds of crazy shit from people. Um, I went uh recently on someone else's show they did not talk about it on the show but beforehand um it was actually my brother's show um it's called two fat drunks <clears throat> but beforehand his friend john uh was saying no nah, man that dude was cia like what he's like yeah because they pluck and they scout from the university of virginia and i'm thinking okay when i look this up yes they do but why steal a propaganda banner 
And he said something to the effect of just to be a shit. You know, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. It, like a CIA person doesn't act like that. Like, let's get real. Intelligence doesn't act like that. Um, and plus, he's just a kid. Why would they send him to North Korea? That's weird. Um, another thing that's actually, I find, and I hate to admit this, to be very believable is that the whole thing is a hoax. And that, because let's think about this. You're in North Korea. Who in North Korea gets a trial? You know what I'm saying? You think all those people in the death camps got a trial? Did it say they gave him a trial? It was on the news. It was like uh, he stood before a council. And I remember watching the confession. And I can actually pull it up. His weepy confession did not, because people were like, oh, he doesn't even seem that remorseful. He's not even, there's no tears. He's not even really crying. He's just a spoiled brat who thought he could get away with shit, which I hated that. But I'm like, well, maybe because it's fake. Maybe because, and again, when I talk politics, I play devil's advocate. Um, Maybe it was a setup because the the actual projection of the election was in favor of Trump, no matter what people say. And then it was like a, um, a you know, something from some, from his side or um, a mass conservative conspiracy where um, they wanted, wanted to blame something on, oh, the Obama administration let this happen and they weren't strong enough to get him back and we tried everything. You know, it could be, you know, uh, a fuel for that or just fuel to, uh, you know, flex the fist of North Korea who keeps flexing their, you know, nuclear power, which, I mean, we still haven't seen, you know, um, you know, all we're getting th- is threats. So um, it, threats and mis- failed missile tests, for one thing, poor Japan. Um, but, but I, I heard a slew of things. So, um, there is a few, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to bring up the actual confession first, and then I'm going to go into the article just so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But, uh, now when they did bring him back, they said that his, he had no brain tissue left. He was uh, unrecognizable, and you know he looked very frail. Um, then when I'm looking at the images of them bringing him off the plane with like a respirator on, and I'm like, he, I can tell that's Otto Warmbier from you know, a hundred yards. You know, it's, it's just little things like that. You're like, really? And then, you know, there's two people standing outside, like prayers for Otto. And then you never ever get, and I, th- I'm again, I, maybe I'm totally full of shit, but you never really get the uh, any interviews from people who were on that same supposed um, study abroad tour guide shit from North Korea. Like, oh, we took all these, you know, U.S. students over here on a North Korean tour. For one thing, who does that? Um, when our own embassy says don't go over there because you know we have no jurisdiction there um and you never ever get the name of that organization uh i I found it here young pioneers tours young pioneers tours yeah uh, it says the scene like there's actually a wikipedia page about this guy right and i mean wikipedia 
that's, you know, we all know that that can always be bullshit because people can just add to that stuff, can't they? Right. I want to see a website. This is Young Pioneers Tours. So it said, what did it say? Hold on here. I just had it. Oh, okay. So it said, uh, the senior warm beer said that the China-based tour operator, Young Pioneers Tour, Tours appealed to young Westerners with slogans such as, this is the trip your parents don't want you to take, and advertised the trip as safe for U.S. citizens. It was a five-day New Year's tour of the country organized by Young Pioneer Tours. Ten other U.S. citizens were in his tour group. And this is all from Wikipedia? Yeah. So, again, Wikipedia... Now I'm gonna I'm gonna Google the same thing. Young pioneers, tours. Huh? But I mean, it would be surprising for him to be in the CIA just because. What were his majors? They were like economics and yeah, global economics or something like that. Yeah, but it's weird. I, YoungPioneersTours.com does come up. First company to offer budget tours to uh, Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Why do you exist? <laughs> Why? And showing people like having beers with like North, you know, with Koreans. Excuse me. It could be in South Korea. Yeah. Right. You know. Well, they're an ally, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah. even in. That's why I have this um, this website, and it is um, eight things you should know before you go to North Korea. Number one is don't, (laughs) right? (laughs) And uh, well, it's pretty much saying like to be obedient and follow certain rules, and and that you're closely monitored. But it says that travel throughout the country is only possible as part of a guided tour. Independent travel is not permitted. You must not leave your hotel without a guide. You will not be allowed to travel on the public transport system at all. And both you and your guide will be punished if you infringe the rules. Um, How the guide didn't get punished? A specialist North Korean travel agency can help you sort out the complex and ever-changing regulations. Um, I thought there was a name for the... Mm, Where did it go? You will not have access to anyone or anything that is not part of your authorized tour. You will not get any insight into how local North Korean people live. Your tour will be highly choreographed to visit only authorized sites, shop in approved stores, and speak only to official guides. Why would you want to go to a place like that? (laughs) Do not not break any of the rules of the tour. Doing so will place your guide at risk. Don't fart and sneeze at the same time. God forbid. <laughs> okay, first of all, why would you want to be a tour guide too? Because if your people break the rule, like you know, it's right. saying that you're you could place you're your tour guide at risk. I um, he she will be subjected subjected to imprisonment and even torture for assisting your espionage. Why does this exist? Do what the guides do. Praise every stop on your tour mm-hmm. and remember the rule: if you have nothing good to say, don't say it at all. Uh, he, okay, so Danny Gratton, 
a British member of Warm Beers. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, that's how I say his it. tour group witnessed the arrest. He said no words were spoken. Two guards just came over and simply tapped Otto on the shoulder and led him away. I just kind of quite or I just said kind of quite nervously. Well, that's last we'll see of you. There's great irony in these words. That was it. That was the last so physical time fault. I saw Otto ever. <laughs> Otto didn't resist. He didn't look scared. He sort of half smiled. Oh, geez. That's, it says, I don't know if I've already read this, but this is most, if not all tours are ultimately run by the Korean International Travel Company. And it will be the, it will be their guides who show you around. So Korean International Travel Company. To show you what, though? To show you malnutritioned like, people who are right. two like inches Amer- shorter Americans than Americans are, are not allowed to see the whole country. They're only allowed to see s- certain areas. And if you go around without your tour guide, you get in trouble. Don't go to the Forbidden Zone. Just like 95% of the whole entire country. <laughs> right. That's the thing. Was, Holly, weren't we just talking about this? Like people are trying to kill themselves to get out. Yeah. Why yeah. the fuck would you want to get in? Yeah, that video of that uh, girl. Oh, yeah, who said we armed ourselves with, with knives because we were prepared to kill ourselves. Yeah, if they found them and tried to take them back to North Korea, they were going to kill themselves so they didn't have to go back there. Right, because death would have been better. Yeah. Um, it's just funny because these people are commenting underneath it, under this uh, eight eight things you should know before you travel to North Korea. Like, why would you know And uh, <laughs> there's people on here like... Um, uh, I'm very excited about my upcoming trip to North Korea. I will pay my respects to the dear leader. <laughs> um, oh, fuck yourself. The dear leader. This is, I've been in North Korea last December 2016. It's pretty safe to travel as the two guys will look after you throughout the trip. Just obey the guy told you, and I'm guessing it's saying what the guy told tells you and pay great respect to the leaders north korea is a clean country and with beautiful colorful building at pine gang i don't know the guides are very friendly and they try their best to fulfill your requests there are many souvenirs you can buy and many shops at the interest places is this person obviously is foreign is a memories experience in north korea that makes you excited excitement every day <laughs> excited every day I think what do you meant to say you know what's weird is that according to the guardian and according to a lot of other sources a u.s student in coma for a year in north korea arrives home now mind you um he did 18 months into his 15 year sentence um and, but he's been in a coma for a year. Um, it says an American student who fell into a coma while imprisoned in North Korea labor camp has returned home um, after uh, they allowed him to be phone home. A military plane carrying Otto Warmbier landed in his hometown of Cincinnati shortly before 10.20 p.m. On Wednesday, the release of Warmbier 18 months into a 15-year sentence came as Donald Trump invited South Korea's new leader, Moon Jae-in, to Washington for talks of an escalating standoff over the nuclear 
or North's nuclear program. Uh, the U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson said earlier that day his agency had secured the 22-year-old's release in talks with North Korea and was pushing for three more Americans to be freed. Oh, there's more over there. It was not immediately clear if he had made any concessions. Uh, the news surfaced after the flamboyant retired NBA basketball star Dennis Rodman, a former contestant on Trump's Celebrity Apprentice reality show, um, flew to North Korea to resume his uh, quixotic quest uh, to broker a dente between um, the U.S. and Kim Jong-un's authoritative regime. Yeah, let's send Dennis Rodman over there. I was just going to say that's who we're depending on to like create we're, peace between us. We're fucked. Dennis Rodman? We're fucked. Uh, the State Department spokeswoman, Heather um, Nowert, said Rodman's visit had nothing to do with the release. <laughs> well, I mean, if it did, way to go, Rodman. Yeah. But, um... Warmbier's parents, Fred and Cindy, announced his release in a statement to CNN on Tuesday. Sadly, he is in a coma, and we have been told um, that he has been in that condition since March 2016. We learned of this only a week ago. Well, here's my whole thing. Where where did they put him? Like in the, in the, He's been in a coma. Obviously, he's been kept alive during this coma. So he was not tortured, I guess? Um, see, I don't believe that just because of the fact that what it says here is what caused him to go into a coma would have been lack of oxygen to the brain. Right. So the only thing I can think of is the whole bag torture thing where they put a bag over your head until you can't breathe anymore. Or, right. I don't know. Waterboarding. Something that doesn't why allow did they you to keep him alive though why keep him alive in a coma i mean that's torture in itself isn't it not being able to move speak wasn't it you who said that they needed to keep him alive so they could try to maintain certain grounds with america to show them that he was still alive and uh well as far as you know yeah that physically was alive that was to a, be uh, brought back to america so that we wouldn't be upset yeah because that could have caused the war see that's the thing though is that because i was thinking that they kept him barely like like i didn't think he was in a coma for a year i thought he was comatose towards the end when they after they had beaten the hell out of him fed him dog shit whatever the fuck he was eating over there forever that led him to be like this because some reports say that you know it was from extreme botulism food poisoning um but now in this article, actually they were saying that uh, uh, Warmie's parents were told their son was given a sleeping pill soon after his trial in March last year and never woke up. Sleeping pills don't do that. So No, they don't. And why was his brain tissue then? Like, there's so many conflicting right there. reports. He had barely any brain tissue and he's been in a coma and it's like, but he was tortured. How can you be tortured when you're in a coma? It's like, do you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm I'm thinking the torture is what caused him to go into a coma because of the fact that they said that there was severe brain damage due to lack, lack of action. Like if you're not in taking action, your brain starts to die. Right, right. So it doesn't function. So if you're getting waterboarded or, you know, back over the head, anything that's going to stop you from being able to actually breathe that's going to cause damage to your brain. Right. So it's like uh, the whole thing where it's like, there's what he said, she said in the truth somewhere in the middle yeah. is what actually happened. 
Someone's someone said that in DPRK that that weed is legal. What? That weed is legal in DPRK. DPRK. Democratic um, People's Republic of Korea. Well, that's one thing they're going for them. Yeah, that's like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, that's a great strange. reason to go. <laughs> Don't go to Colorado. Go no, to but North like Korea. that right. seems strange to me because it's so sh- strict with everything, you know. Don't breathe, but you can smoke weed. The only time that you can inhale, you can't have food either. Just right. pot that gives you the munchies to want food, but we're not. That's the torture of it all. <laughs> That's the torture of it. Oh, all. it says sleeping pills could have caused Warmbier to stop breathing if he had botulism and was paralyzed from it. But then Cincinnati doctors found no evidence of botulism, but several neurologists said that botulism cannot be ruled out given the length of time before Warmbier's return to the U.S. Ah. Uh, Okay, I guess late on the horizon, not really, but sort of. After his death, Young Pioneers, the tour company that organized trip for Warren Beer, announced that they would no longer accept American citizens on its tours. Well, good call. Should have never done that to begin with. Good call. How about, you know what, how would you guys just fold? Yeah. You know, what What the hell is there to see, really? Um, you know, I did read this, though. This is one thing I do want to read uh, while we have time. Um... But uh, from the Gawker.com or Gawker.com, excuse me. Is this American bro going to North Korea prison or North Korea because he tried to impress a glorified frat? This was actually from last year. Uh, but University of Virginia undergrad Otto Warmbier has been sentenced to 15 years in a North Korean labor camp after uh, copying to an attempted heist of a DPRK propaganda poster. If this sounds like the kind of thing a college kid would try in order to look cool back at University of Virginia, uh, that's because he says it was. You can't watch the video of Warmbier's uh, bizarre confession without coming to the conclusion that it was made um, it was made at the least in part under serious distress. He was in custody of one of the planet's most heavily handed oppressive governments and presumably trying to avoid an even harsher sentence uh, than the one he received. But beyond deeming himself a severe criminal for an attempt at petty theft, Warmbier included an odd detail that he'd planned to snatch the poster at the behest of Z Society a secretive social club at UVA that dates back to 1892. Uh, here's a brief excerpt from Warmbier's confession quotations, which is full, uh, which in full lasted over a half hour. I will now discuss Z society and its encouragement of my crime. The Z society is the most secretive organization in the UVA. All members and activities are strictly confidential. I first came to know of the Z Society in September 2013 when I first started at the university. I saw large Z crests painted all around the buildings of the compound. You can see them if you visit University of Virginia. I was told that they're from the Z Society, since the society donates millions of dollars to the university. The Z Society has around 10 student members currently and after graduation, they all go on uh, to become very wealthy with jobs in politics, business, and religion. Members of the Z Society include former U.S. President Woodrow Wilson and former head of the CIA. The stated objective of the Z Society is to spread freedom and eliminate tyranny. In order to become members, they must have good grades and leadership, and most importantly, they must commit a brave act to help with the society's 
uh, stated objective. Once again, all the members and activities are strictly confidential. I'm going to try to keep this short. Um, it is well clear that the Z Society uh, knew of my good grades and leadership. It is also clear that they knew that I would eagerly want to join um, the society in order to solve my family's desperate financial problems. Because of this Z Society expecting me to commit a brave act uh, to help eliminate tyranny, uh, in order to prove my bravement to the Z Society, I committed my crime in the DPR Korea uh, with hopes of joining the Z Society. As you know from the Cold War era example, the CIA, it, you know, it comes up several times, has always been leading anti-communism in every place in the world. There is no doubt that the CIA knows of Z Society's encouragement of my crime. Lastly, I want to clearly state that I was the political victim of the United States consistent hostile policy against DPR Korea. Um, so they were saying his confession was likely coached, if not dictated to him verbatim by the court itself. But the Z society element is bizarre more than bizarre. Really? It's a completely inexplicable, de inexplicable detail. How would DPRK, have a working knowledge of an extremely obscure, semi-private social club based on the campus of the university. Even most actual University of Virginia students know little about the Z Society to say nothing of government officials in a highly culturally isolated xenophobic dictatorship on the other side of the planet. Anyone can lob an accusation of CIA collu collusion, um, the CIA are easily referenced boogeymen for any enemy of the U.S., but an undergraduate secret society with only about a dozen members at a time? The question then is this. Did the DPRK feed Warmbier the Z Society story for his staged confession, or did Warmbier bring it up in his own? The latter seems eminently possible. Daring an undergrad to steal a communist propaganda publisher is, an absolutely, is absolutely the sort of thing that would happen at what's basically a glorified... Uh, frat. That sucks. But it's odd that the CIA keeps coming up dozens of times during this confession. And that that's where, oh, well, the former head of CIA was a member of the Z Society. And then he throws America under the bus. Right. And says, oh, it's all our fault because, you know, we're famed for, you know, CIA has a, you know, a regime against your regime kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think that helped him at all. No. I mean, it obviously didn't, but why would it? But at the same time, I don't think he was lying. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, he said he stole it in hopes to be accepted into the Z society. But then also in the same statement says that they wanted him to steal it. Right. That is contradictive, you yeah. know? Right. So, um, uh -huh. it's funny because a member of the Z society at the university told CNN, the organization sought to anonymously recognize students who contributed positively to the university. The source said the group had never had any contact with Warmbier and he'd never been approached as a member. The source also dismissed suggestions that the group had any affiliation with the CIA. 
Bullshit. Okay. I mean, I yeah, I'll call bullshit on that one for sure. Someone's hiding something, and I believe Otto. I believe him now. Mm-mm-mm. Honestly, though, if you were going to like do something for humanity to prove yourself to what is basically what you said, a glorified frat, like, I don't know, wouldn't you like save an old lady from getting mugged or like... Oh, that's not big enough for them. This ain't the Boy Scouts. I mean, this is a <laughs> stupid sign. So, I mean, how honestly, like how how is that like some grandiose like act of humanity against uh, terrorism or whatever? Stealing a freaking sign? It, shitting in his sandbox. Kim Jong-un. Okay, well, then that's just sheer stupidity. How much longer was he supposed to uh, live there for? 15 years? Yeah. He, Is that what he it was? lasted 18 months of his term, but for a year of it, he no. was. I'm talking about the kid. At the university? I'm talking about how long was he supposed to stay in North Korea for? Oh, in the beginning before stealing the sign? Five days. He was, was only five supposed day to be there five tour. more days. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a five-day tour. How many days was he there when he got caught doing that? I don't know. Good question. Because I thought he was... I, I don't know why I thought he was there for a while. Could have been. I just know... Um, again, Sorry. it's Wikipedia, <laughs> so there's that. Um, that it said it was like five-day tour or something. On a five-day tour. I know. I was thinking of Gilligan's Island, too, when he said that. Three-hour tour. You know what? David Hayes messed me up. Author David Hayes from Rotten Tail for Source Point Press. But he said, why did they pack all those clothes for a three-hour tour? <laughs> I'm like, you just messed me up. Now I'm going to be thinking about that all day. Why did they have all those clothes? I don't know. If I go away for a couple of days, I put a ton of crap in the bags. But for a three-hour tour? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't get that. Oh, yeah. they were just going into town for that for three hours when he ended right. up doing that? Yep. Yeah, I don't know why you would have all your luggage with you either. You know, it's funny. When I typed <laughs> in how long was Otto Warmbier in, it said, The CIA wants you, University of Virginia Career Center. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. The CIA will be on the grounds. April 20th to 21st, which is weird, March 24th, 2016. In March of 2016, that is when Otto Warmbier was uh, detained. Um, CIA University, campus of Chantilly, Virginia. Sorry, I'm, and that, then Z Society is the third thing to come up. Weird. Uh, how long was he in North... Korea before arrest. Just saying, this is the shit that comes up. Well, yeah, but I mean, do you think it's possible that, like, all this happened to create more tension from us toward North Korea? Not that, you know, there already isn't, like, plenty of reasons to want to blow that piece of shit country up. Or at least, you know, put a bullet in, like, Kim Jong-un's head and all of his descendants. Right. Okay, so BBC News. Um, it's pretty legit outlets. Biggest British news outlet, isn't it? 
Yeah. This is the auto I know love. Blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. So. CIA, CIA, <laughs> the CIA wants students from the university because of why? Uh, that's where they're famed for plucking them from. I guess it's because of the majors there. Um, you know, uh, global economics and um, global technology. Um, so there's a picture of. Mr. Warmbier, fourth from right, is seen shortly before his shortly before his arrest. They were throwing snowballs. Um, it's kind of innocent fun you'd expect uh, to be captured on a tour group holiday. Otto turns to the right, mouth gaping wide open, laughing. This is the Otto I know and love. This is my brother, wrote Austin Warmbier, who released the video, which was shot during a three-night North Korea tour. Three night North Korea tour at the end of 2015. Two months later, Otto would appear uh, on video, but in very different circumstances, head bowed and clutching a prepared confession. The 21 year old student uh, walked out in front of North Korea, North Korean TV cameras to speak, explaining why he had been arrested at the end of that tour. Um, so, I guess he was weeks after the group pictures were taken. Otto confessed to the North Korean media. Um, on so okay so it's at the end of a three day tour a three night North Korean tour so two months later Otto would appear again on, on video but in very different circumstances so maybe he was arrested at the end but then wasn't brought to trial like he was detained for like uh yeah, two months. He was only there for three days. Yep. And he stole something within three days. Yep. Pretty idiotic. Well, like you said, we all do dumb shit when we're twenty two. Yeah, not North Korea. Right. Like I, <laughs> now the story changes. Not dumb. North Korea. <laughs> like I had dumb shit in the US, but they're not gonna like starve me to death. They're just gonna throw me in jail with, you know, Fuck bunch these of tours, withdrawing man. heroin addicts. Maybe. <laughs> oh, if you stick with us, you'll be safe. You know, have you ever seen Penn and Teller go to North Korea? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a real thing. There was a documentary. What? They went to North Korea, and there's a woman standing out in the middle of, you know, a traffic stop. There's no one around. No traffic, nothing. She is all smiles the entire time directing traffic for hours. And she is a well-oiled machine, and there is nobody there. Creepy. And there is a... They went to a magic show. I'm surprised they let cameras in there. This was, like, before it got really bad. This was years... Like, maybe 10 years ago. And there was a magic show in which um, every four hours, the two magicians would perform... The same exact magic trick, no matter who was there. If anyone was there or not, every four hours like clockwork, the same exact trick. There could be nobody there, but they had to do it. Hmm. And then when they were, Penn and Teller were doing magic, they were scared to respond. They're looking at people with no expressions on their faces. Just gone. Because they're all dead inside. Yeah. Why did they agree to go there? Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. 
I thought you were going to start that off with. Did you ever see Penn and Teller go to North Korea? And like you were going to be like, no. And you would have been like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's or it's going to be like a movie. It was like part two of Harold and Kumar going to White Castle. Right. Penn and Teller go to North Korea. And I want to look it up. <laughs> Insane. So they're afraid to respond. You said. Yeah, they just had like these blank looks on their faces. They're kind of mute already, aren't they? <laughs> hey, but it's At least like, the one is, isn't he? He never talks. Um, I can't remember if it's Penn or Teller. I can't remember which one's which. Uh, the shorter one. But uh, Penn is the shorter one. Okay, Penn never speaks really. I think it is. But um, yeah, what a tragedy. Yeah. Did you know that North Koreans are two inches shorter than South Koreans? No. It's because of malnutrition. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Not at all. Down in South Korea, they're all doing the Gungam style. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sex the lady. Why do I imagine Tim Allen doing that now? The Tim Allen Gungam style. Did you find it? Uh, I looked up Penn and Teller go to North Korea and there's barely anything. Huh. Probably because they're like, pull that shit. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get a great audience. The only thing that I see is this magician stumped Penn and Teller with the most beautiful magic trick we've ever seen. And this looks like a guy who's like, you know, maybe from North Korea. (laughs) He looks like. He looks beautiful. (laughs) He looks like he's trying to pick you up. I know. It's all sultry looking and stuff. I'll go there for him, but. Come back with Don't me. do it, Either that or he's Don't on a gay it. ghost hunt. It's like, come to North Korea. They're like trying to lure you in. How did he get the rights to like have cards, cards? Like, how do you get that freedom? Are they allowed to have cards in North Korea? You better be pretty damn talented. Probably if you're really like, inspected. Right. So it's I was also looking, <laughs> I came across this website, Ask a North Korean, what happens when you die in DPRK? Yeah, because they have freedom of internet over there. Um, it says the process takes three days and, and that they clog your ears and nose with cotton to prevent water from leaking out. And then uh, they fill the dead person's mouth with raw rice, which is their food for when they get to the afterlife, which huh. I never knew about. So the whole granny bread thing. <laughs> right. That, that's totally invalid now. Had it been like, you know, some Uncle Ben's, I would have bought your story, dude. What a fun legit. Mm-hmm. Um, it says North Korea. Many people have claimed people have returned to life during the three this three day period. If they don't, they're either burned, like oh no, they're well, they are they're cremated or buried. Grandpa wakes up and shoves cotton like out of his ears and nose. <laughs> no. He's choking on rice. <laughs> I just went to sleep. <laughs> Thanks for feeding me. <laughs> <laughs> now he's dead. 
frog choked on some raw ass rice. <laughs> you better pray you don't die. Well, again, it is North they Korea. should do like a Romeo and Juliet thing where they have the uh, the potion that makes them act like they're dead for so many hours so that they can escape out of North Korea. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, <gasps> good call. Where they feel cold and lifeless, and you wouldn't be able to tell if that they're not dead. That's a really good call, Holly. But then they would just burn them. They'd have to hide out. They well, they, you but could, then again, what's the point of you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they could be buried, but then uh, there yeah. would have to be a setup where someone digs you up and not seen and run like hell out of that place. <laughs> That'd be have, yeah, that would have to be like pretty elaborate. <laughs> or you have a tunnel through the ground, right? Ooh, this could be a good movie. <laughs> right, Holly, write this down. <laughs> Talk about this off mic. <laughs> Somebody steals it. Nobody take her idea, okay? <laughs> She'll sue you for rights. Seriously. <laughs> I'm never going to go to North Korea. They're really like, Holly's going to make a tunnel through the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. We heard on the watch list. <laughs> These people are dead. Here's Jean Moon listens to the watch list. <laughs> The one show he listens to is our shitty podcast. I mean, what else does he have to do besides torture people? Everybody's got to take a break from torturing, right? He's sitting there laughing like a schoolboy, like, <laughs> Oh, I just got a mental picture of that. Gay ghosts. It's like that one movie uh, that was like under fire. Um, what's, what's his name? Uh, the two guys. Oh, uh, the interview. Yeah, the interview. Yep. I, you know, I thought that was a marketing ploy that whole, <laughs> they had to be pulled from theaters. Oh, you do that so the DVD the DVD. I'm just very misunderstood. All right, the DVD will sell like mad because nobody fucking goes in the movies anymore. True. It's true. All the Planet of the Apes comes out this weekend. That's the uprise you should be scared of, the simian uprise when the apes take over. I'm kind of scared of that. Apes are really smart. What's going to happen? We're like removed by what, a few chromosomes or some shit? The only good human is a dead human. General Ursus. I love Planet of the Apes. Monkeys and robots scare me. Monkey robots. (laughs) Monkey robots. (laughs) Shit my pants. Double threat. Triple threat. Well, monkey robots, North Korea, gay ghosts, and uh, Uncle Ben's rice. uh, Uncle Ben's rice. (laughs) (laughs) This rice has to be a certain brand. (laughs) So, the thing is, is this, like... um, could it be fake, the auto warm beer thing? Maybe. Is it probable? No. That it's fake? No. Uh, but uh, was he CIA? Not that dumb fuck. In my opinion. I don't understand. Like, I still don't understand the whole pulling kids from universities. Their degrees are not in, I mean... That's not what what their degrees are for, right? Well, you don't get a CIA degree. You get it in global technology. And there's certain universities that are... And then they would just pull you from a university for CIA? No, if, you, if you were... Send you right over to North Korea? Right, no. I mean, if you were to go to Here's a career fair or something... Right, exactly. <laughs> well, that that's just it, too, is like 22-year-old CIA operative was being a little shit in North Korea... You sent him to North Korea already? Damn. Has he been in since he was 14? The only thing I but could see the, possible a- about that is that 
There's some- everybody else in the building that has been here for a long time does not want to go to North Korea. So we're just going to pluck some innocent kid. Go. Right. <laughs> well, there's some people that believe that, though. Some send that, that, that dumbass that, that think over that there. there's t- even 12 year olds that are a part of the CIA. It's like the perfect crime. But why North Korea? You're not going to... That's the big leagues, I would think. Yeah. You know? Come on! I don't know. What the hell do I know? But... Anyway. I I think that he was over there with a tour group. And I don't know exactly why he got the poster. He said he was getting it for a friend, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he mentioned the Z Society. That's what he kept saying. It was the Z Society. Is that really what he was saying, or just what? Was yeah, it was his actual testimony. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Just the way that they came back at the Z Society, and they're like, "Oh, we have no record of that guy. We don't. We've never been affiliated with the CIA. <laughs> no. Of course, that society or whatever was like. Don't look at us. Say, oh yeah. Um, we're the reason your kid's dead now. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I think he was a little too confident, and nothing else had happened to him. And he was like, "Oh, I can just yank this poster." Right. You're only three there, like less than three days. Did you see hear about the? teacher from that university that got fired for her comments about Otto Warmbier saying that he got everything he deserved because he was a spoiled cocky brat whose parents just gave him everything but she didn't even know the guy right? and because of her statement she was fired which well yeah that wasn't fair at all you don't even know the guy sorry you know well it sounds to me like he stole that sign to try and you know get himself into this Z society so that he could have a better future because, you know, he came from a broke family. Right. So clearly didn't have everything handed to him. So wait a minute. You're broke, but you can afford to go to North Korea? I mean, does it cost much? It's North Korea. It's not like they're charging (laughs) like a million bucks to go on a trip there. Right. I don't know. Nope. Sorry. I know. There's so many facets to this story. Um... But wow. I don't know. I, I went yeah. into this show thinking that maybe it was fake. Maybe it was. But now I'm like, no, it's not fake. This really happened. Now there's just like six more layers of shit to peel back and try and figure out what really happened. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's with everything that happens in the media now. Yeah. You know, it's like, you never know. Whoa. What? I typed in flights to North Korea just to see the price. And then it took me like you know how Google has the stuff comes up and there's all these different websites and I didn't even click anything all of a sudden something pops up like saying North Korea how to visit the world's most secretive country I didn't even click on the link that's weird I thought you were going to say and then it says why tourists should still go to North Korea ugh no no nobody go there no, I am not going to go to a country where people are dying to get out. No. I'm good. I was just, like, curious after you said you didn't know how much it was. or Right. Well, I'm sure it's a pretty penny to go to any yeah. other country. $1,000. Starting really? around. 
The shortest trips available are generally three to four, or four nights, with costs starting around one thousand. The longest trips stay in the DPRK around two weeks, but you'll have to fork out in ex- excess of two thousand for those. A grand isn't that much to go on an international flight, you know, with a tour group stay, all that. Might even be, might have been cheaper through Young Trails, whatever the shit or whatever. Mm. It's only like three days, though. Yeah. The last three days of your life. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, on that note, R.I.P. Otto, you barely even lived. That sucks, but let your story be a testament to other people to use good old-fashioned common sense and stop trying to be the cool kid because that shit was not worth it. So, anyway, I'm Casey Pierce. I'm Holly Ogden. Hey, it's Jess. <laughs> <laughs> and you are listening to The Watch, Watch List. List. Good night. Good night.